Hello. 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 Are you there again? I'm here again in Twickenham. And you there again in Ashby. Yeah, and it's um, funny enough, it's sunny, but it's cloudy. (laughs) Well, I think the tables, we must have gotten what you got yesterday because it is not blue skies here today. There are not any. It is raining, but I still went for my morning run. Still heard the birds. Happy days. we have got birds in Ashby. They do. Uh, they do sing. But we had two big ones go over really on. We had some helicopter gunships that flew over, which um, was a bit scary. But uh, yeah, I don't know where they were going. That's a tad concerning. Maybe they were going to Tesco's. Maybe they'd run out of toilet roll or something. Maybe you never know. You never know. Yes. You never know. So anyway, this is uh, Matt Longley. I'm from six feet from the spotlight and six feet from everyone really um keeping in self isolation ish self self isolation ish hello and this is leo anna thomas of mental health and film uh yeah i am i am kind of self isolation ish as well um no one in the house thank goodness i'm back in my family's home so sisters stepfather and mother here everyone is healthy so far good to say good to report well we've got my daughter's just come back from uni today she landed about one o'clock so um we kind of thought well um it could be could be trouble ahead because uh she's obviously been there's been no self-isolation they were out on a bender um with a hockey club on monday night and then a goodbye dinner last night and then she shares a house with a paramedic who's been dealing with people with coronavirus so um that could be interesting yeah, that could be interesting. So you're staying put for the 14 days, I take it, and taking the government's advice? So I'll be taking 14 days out, apart from I'll go on the golf course uh, where I'll be six feet from everybody anyway. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's good. And I'll, use, I'll only be playing with my balls. Uh, oh, sorry. My <laughs> <laughs> Matt, it's not that kind of podcast. <laughs> oh, sorry, yes. And... Uh, my son is, uh, was about to do his A-levels, so um, you couldn't have had a happier chap yesterday when he was listening to Boris Johnson. There his A-levels go. are cancelled. Um, fortunately for him, he's got some uh, reasonable predicted grades and did all right in his uh, in his mocks, well-ish. Um, not that he did much work yeah. for his mocks, but yes, he did all right. So hopefully he'll get to uh, uni to do what he wants to do, which is economics. And by God, we're going to need some economists and nests yeah. by the time we get to that point. Yeah, yeah. it's all... Um, my partner um, lives in New York and she is actually quite sick or has been quite sick. She hasn't been officially diagnosed with coronavirus, but she has for the last two weeks had all the symptoms and is only now just starting to feel better. Um, yeah. Thank goodness for video calls on WhatsApp. Otherwise, yeah, it's scary having a partner who lives in a country that I'm not allowed to fly into. Um, yeah, I can bet. Yeah. And don't know how long, if she can fly here or whatever, it's kind of unnerving. I plan to be in America mid-May, but who knows. Um, but yeah, she's uh, coming to hopefully coming to London to study at the school that I keep hearing on the news, one of the schools where these doctors and professors are. So I didn't even know of this school until a few months ago because she mentioned it and now it's everywhere. And I didn't even know what epidemiology was or an epidemiologist's until until Elaine was uh, talking about yeah. about these courses she might be taking. But she's going to hopefully be here studying herself Brilliant. in September, I hope, at the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine. So 
she too your son's going to be your son's going to be helping and what do you say economist uh, an economist yeah economist yeah so hopefully Elaine will be helping too in the future with this stuff you never know yeah, well, I, I um, keep walking past the Tropical School of Medicine every time I'm walking down to uh, Shed or Covent Garden, and that's yeah. uh, yes. So that's probably yeah, probably the safest place to walk past. Yeah. Uh, or is it? I don't know. <laughs> don't, don't know. Well, there's there's a lot of things we want to try and cover today. There's bits and yeah. bobs here and there. Our first podcast on this was bit more fluid and a bit more fun because we actually didn't plan to record that one it was a tester but we thought let's go yeah. with it <laughs> so let's i did have to i did have to edit some bits out i think there was yeah well, there we yeah. go but yes <laughs> and i'm recording now and it says 34 minutes has already been recorded which has clearly not happened so i hope that that's okay have you added it onto the other end uh i just went back and did undo record and then started oh, recording right, okay. again so I don't know. All right, okay. You can edit Who this knows? out, keep it in, whatever, but we'll see. Um, I think um, I think I just if I want to start by mentioning the fact that despite not, I don't. I we talked about this before we started recording. I don't think the government have said anything yet about giving like in, including freelancers and sick pay and everything and we'll talk a bit more about that later i don't i don't think they're no, having this anything yet no i know I that there have been have. people on news who have said what about freelancers but i don't think anything official has happened yet uh and i know well, the, was... i know that the film and tv charity and ceo alex pumphrey uh emailed me the other day and i know that she's in contact or they're in contact as a company with uh, connections to the government that hopefully will make it available for us um, and get us included. Uh, but I basically, I just want to, I just want to start because I've got a note in front of me is, um, but I just, I was thinking about it. I was thinking freelancers in whatever sector kind of had like, kind of have like a, a skill kind of built in because we're more used to this than the kind of average uh, like the mainstream jobs, nine to five, where there isn't big chunks of time off. So yeah, I kind of, I'm used to this and like my sister's in the house and she's not had that sort of career and she's kind of like twiddling her thumbs and I don't know what to do and I'm trying to help her in advice. So I made a little, very a quick checklist of um, yeah. just things that helped me at the very beginning of my career as well. Um, and those things were, uh, I get dressed for work. Yeah. So even though I'm not leaving the house, I get dressed for work as if I am. And you can see on this call right now, Matt, I'm wearing, <laughs> I wear my, I wear my mental health first aider and my wellbeing facilitator shirts for now. And a big scarf. And a big scarf because it's, it's fucking cold in here and I'm not putting the heating on. Um, so basically what I used to do when I was cold calling as well, and this is kind of similar, is if I, I would dress up as if I was going out. And in terms of cold calling, I would dress up smart and it would change my body language and it would change my voice and I would just feel more confident. And in terms of yeah. this, it's so easy just to stay in your pajamas. I know that yeah. like 16 years ago, I think I did was just like, just well, I can, why not? But it's such a slippery slope for your mental health to stay in that. So I think advise, and this might be just common sense or people just think this is a load of shit or they just, they know already what to do. But some people really don't know how to handle it. 
Um, yeah, not done it before at all. Yeah. So keep. You mentioned it on the last project, uh, the last podcast. Like keep your keep a routine. Like get up. I'm yeah. personally going for a run at eight half eight, and I'm dressed and showered and dressed and sat at my table to start the day, dressed up. Um, and make a space at home. Like I've got my own little table now. Uh, and it's just, that's my little office corner. It's very small, but it's just this corner, you know? Yeah, I've got one. It's a bit like, um, it's kind of an office type recording studio. Yeah. Um, the same thing. So yeah, but that's what I've used for years because I've yeah. been doing this. And it helps you? I've doing this for a while. Having that and space? And it helps, yeah. Yeah, because you know where you're going and you can, and then the the main thing is to be able to shut it out later so I can shut the door. Yeah. And that's it, gone. And I've I've left work. You've gone yeah. you've gone out. Yeah. Yeah, there's a difference. There's rather than it just and it's in and it's just this tiny little space in my bedroom that's just looking out to the window, my back's to the rest of the room. And it's just a place that really helps. And also what really helps is regardless of the weather, and these are the kind of tips that I put on my Instagram when I was a mental health first first aider on trigonometry which, by the way, is out on BBC Two. <laughs> so I'm going to have to watch that. Uh, yeah, I did I see the trailer come out and I was going, yeah. Um, yeah. Brilliant. That was a hard, hard, hard job, but it's actually looking quite beautiful. Trigonometry, BBC Two at 10pm on Sundays. Um, <laughs> Get that plug in. <laughs> or watch oh, by the, on by, while, we're, while we're plugging, Nothing But Thieves had a new single came out yesterday. Okay. Um, it's called... Is everyone going crazy? And they're probably right. <laughs> Did they climb that for this time? Or is it just coincidence? It, it was just total coincidence. Um, wow. they'll, they'll say that it was... Did, they did it anyway but it's it's a cracking banging tune um i couldn't say anything about it before because i was in the little promo video um oh, so that one. Uh, that one yeah so i had to go down to sony music and do that oh, but yeah okay. anyway go on there's That's a plug right. for nothing but thieves hello stephanie if you're listening in hello LA. stephanie good stuff i look forward to meeting you guys i missed out on meeting you recently but i will not in the future um <clears throat> leave the house at lunchtime make sure you have like a lunch break if you can leave the house obviously stay away from people don't go out into a pub or a restaurant or a cafe but leave the house take a packed lunch with you like if there's a park nearby or if there's just wherever nearby leave the house go out and eat your own lunch or something just get that break away from being in the house because it can really affect and fuck up our mental health just being confined in like one spot exactly yeah um, yeah that's all I've got down. See, they were the main. Can see the birds. Yeah. Well, there's, um, yeah. That's the main thing is to actually pretend that you are going to a job. Otherwise, you just sit there all night. I mean, obviously, I was in I was in my office until about half past nine last night, mixing and editing the podcast that came out this morning, the, yesterday morning or this morning or whatever. The the first yeah. part one, there part you go. one, because because <laughs> that was a bit more tricky to do because we we've obviously got two audio streams from that we have to I have to try and join together rather than us recording at the same time because remotely. So um, yeah, we're basically set Dropboxing or um, Google Driving the 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 uh, MP3s of the of the two audio feeds. But there's um, a good friend of ours, Naomi Harvey. Um, Hello, Naomi, if you're listening Hello, over Naomi. in uh, She's over uh, sunny. I think she's around uh, Portis Headway now, um, down in oh. the beautiful southwest of the country. Like the um, band, but Portishead. She's, 
Yeah, like oh. the band Portishead. Yeah. There you go. Um, but she's she's a psychotherapist and trains mental health first aid. Um, was a TV producer. Um, worked in the industry for a few years and she's put together an isolation survival guide so you can go and find all this stuff really good stuff if you go to www.teamhuman.org.uk and Naomi can train you in mental health first aid as well so um, but she's got uh, in the survival guide for isolation um, learn new skills online yeah Uh, so there's places there you can learn for free, uh, Skillshare.com. There's learn to cook new meals on thebatchlady.com. Right. Um, not the thatch lady, the batch lady. <laughs> yeah, uh, cooking new meals. If you can find the food, cook new meals. Cook, cook new meals. Um, I mean, that might be. I mean, here we've got a big, massive two fields of sweet corn. Well... It's been there since September because it was so wet that the farmer couldn't get it. All the neighbours are thinking now, well, we could go out and sort of take ourselves a couple of sweet corn. But I don't think it will be sweet. That's the problem. So uh, maybe right. maybe some recipes for sweet corn. Um, learn to knit, sew or do origami. Origami? Knit, yeah. Knit one, pearl one, and then make a swan or something. Do you know what I origami. want to do? Yeah, the, those, those, those uh, origami cranes. Those little ant- oh, yeah. cranes. Because they have... Um, Oh, they test. I thought you meant like Meccano or Lego. (laughs) No, no, no. They test. They test the. Sorry to interrupt. It's just they. I read a book recently by Mary Roach called Packing for Mars, and it is brilliant. Um, It was uh, introduced to me on the last job as a book to read, and I've just been amazed by it. And just just to quickly interject, they have training, certain training for astronauts and this book is about what what nasa doesn't really want you to know or what people don't really ask like can you masturbate in sex uh, in sex can you masturbate in space like can you like drink alcohol in space can you what happens if you throw up all these kind of weird things and like little bits of training that wasn't never really people don't dive into but one of the training they do to check their mental health for the astronauts is they ask them to make a thousand origami origami am i saying that right origami origami paper cranes and each and every single one of them has to be exactly the same and if they're Uh, not exactly the same then they the first one has to be just as correct as the last one and they have to make a thousand they get thrown off the spaceship i think not off the spaceship off off the space training (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah sorry to interrupt but yeah that's that's I've, i've always wanted to make one never done one yeah well, there you go. While we're while we're uh, in lockdown, perhaps yep. uh, you can uh, you can do that. Cool. Um, so there's there's other things like get a new language or learn a new language. Oh, I We've mentioned that, that in the last podcast about teaching myself French. Rosetta Stone. Yeah, bon. Bonjour, Madame. Ça va? Bonjour. Oui. Blah blah. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, I don't know uh, that much <laughs> start a blog or a vlog. Well, we're doing a podcast. Oh no, there's one of them down later on down there. Um, yeah. So that's uh, you can yeah start that's people use blogging and diarying and things like that so that you can actually put your emotions down on paper and it actually helps doesn't it to a certain yeah. extent. Um, what else we got there? Gardening. That's what I was saying to my neighbour the other day when we both went out. He was he was um, painting his shed and I was mowing the lawn. So it yeah. was like well as long as you what we'll have to do is paint the paint the fences but you'll have to do one side of their garden and i'll do the other so that we're still in isolation and then we can swap over <laughs> <laughs> and we'll have pristine gardens by the end of this so there's gar- yeah, gardening if you've got a garden if not 
and you're in a flat, get a window box. A window box is good. Yeah, or uh, an indoor garden. You can have indoor plants, can't you? Yeah. Lots of indoor plants. You get those For going. Sure. Um, sure. Write letters or emails. Because we don't write letters anymore, do we? No, we don't. That's I if the postman is still going to work, but yeah. Oh, yeah, no, they are. They are. I had a delivery this morning. I ordered a book from Wordery, and um, the postman, I saw him from the window, put it, he put the he put the package on the doorstep and then walked away. And they're not allowed to they're not allowed to hand over packages now or take they sign on your behalf. Yeah, I've seen that. We had we had a de- I had a delivery of shampoo this morning. Nice. Um Aussie Mega Shampoo. I mean we had we had the Aussies yesterday, didn't we? And um we'd say hello to some more Aussies who might be listening. So hello Leah, uh who's down in South Australia. Um and Rob who's over in Western Australia. G'day. And it'll be summer summer over there and if they get confined inside some places haven't got air con but well, there we go just, they've just closed their borders haven't they they have yes yeah mm-hmm. you can't go to oz anymore which is a shame mm. um, we will do one day you... we will i've always wanted to go there we will do one day yeah bit, well I, I spent a year out there playing cricket um ages ago which was great fun in a little place called bustleton which was uh 20 miles of white golden sand whitish nice. golden sand Nice. And it was beautiful. I'm thinking about it now, going, oh, right, okay. Uh, <laughs> hang on. <laughs> Why did I come back? Uh, yeah, good question. A yeah, beautiful place. Um, so there's writing emails and letters, um, which we don't really write letters anymore, do we, at all. So uh, that's a good idea. Uh, volunteering. Nice it would be a nice Go thing. No, I was saying it would be a nice thing to receive, even if it's a gift in the post or a book in the post or something or... Just a letter or something. Yeah. It'd be really nice to have in that kind of human connection. Yeah, exactly. Um, volunteering. Um, that's, green that's green gym as as... is amazing. I mentioned it on the last podcast, but my mum does it every Wednesday, and they're still doing it because they actually go off and do their own little things, and they're not really near anybody. But yeah. so I'm thinking of joining actually next that's Wednesday. Like golf. If it's still going ahead. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, so you can volunteer with stuff. Um, download this note and post it through, she says. So uh, post it through the letterbox saying, I want to help you. Mm-hmm. Um, gratitude lists. Now, this is a new one. I've not read this one before. Uh, keep a list of small achievements and positive things. Maybe the sun shone today. Well, we're in sunny Ashby. The sun's not shining, but it's sunny. Uh, and you went out in the garden. Um, another day symptom free a text from a friend just checking in just little things that can build up yeah um, and then the last one is listen to some podcasts there's loads of them they're free there you go that includes this one this one right here so so you could listen to this one um there we've got how many episodes now uh i lose count because we keep putting specials in so this will be to be released is episode number one two three four yeah. this will be the seventh one yeah, that's yeah, because we because we we started our podcasts in well, we we recorded a bunch of our podcasts in December, early December to release them fortnightly, didn't we? So we could have consistency for yeah. listeners, and then gradually build more recording. So we we did have the idea to have more guests. We've recorded two with guests that are going to be coming soon, but we can't really have guests anymore at the moment, or not not Unless particularly we... in the same room. We'll figure it out, but. Yeah, that's why we're making these special ones to speak to current current affairs. Yeah. Um so the other thing then if we go we can go uh what else have we been getting? So yeah, Beck two um have been lobbying 
Well, they they put a survey out. So yeah. if we go into the into kind of impact on uh, freelancers. Um, mm-hmm. And those people, uh, in terms of financial stuff, because obviously, yeah, f- as you say, freelancers are quite used to not having periods of no work, um, yeah. or can be. Some people, some haven't. Some have been working continuously for a long time. But um, so, back to did a a survey, and the musicians union have just done one as well. So I've sent that to the musicians that I know, and hopefully they'll they'll fill that in. But that's the same sort of thing on how much money they've lost in the last. Right. Or expect to lose, and it's some staggering numbers. Um, they had five and a half thousand responses. The back to one, um, mm-hmm. and there's something... and this only closed a few days ago, right? This survey yeah, closed, only closed closed on Monday night, I think. Yeah. Okay. So it only just closed. So people already lost uh, two thousand pounds. Some losing over five thousand already, um, and expecting that during this break, even though they don't know how long it is, some mm. of them could lose over forty grand. Um, and most a lot of people thinking they'll lose up to 20 um yeah i know that i know that already just in for me i've had four contracts uh four contracts cancel one was to be the well-being facilitator on this feature film which i know will come back around again and the other three were actually giving talks about the work i'm doing and the work we're doing and that they were paid as well and yeah. uh, oh no, the other two sorry were talks, and there was sure. another job that I do on the outside of the industry, but that was also gone. So I, I've lost over a thousand, uh, over five thousand pound in terms of work that I was yeah. expecting to have come in. Yeah, which is which is a big hole in anybody's finances. Yeah. Um, so back to a calling for. Um, let's go through these direct financial support for freelance and self-employed workers. This will be most easily delivered in the form of a retrospective retroactive tax rebate mm-hmm. um because everybody uh, what i didn't realize was that when you have a company as well you have to pay your corporation tax for the previous half of your expected corporation tax for the pre for the next year right so which is quite scary fortunately they have delayed ir35 which is a bit of a um, oh, an issue because that. that's in that's in the public uh, public sector yeah. Um, already, but in the obviously in the private, it was coming in the private sector for this tax year. Um, so um, that's but, that's good that that's been delayed. Yeah, I don't know if um, I emailed my accountant the other day, who's also my very good friend Hannah. Hello, Hannah, if you're listening. Hello, um, Hannah. Uh, I I am due to pay fifty percent of my tax return for 2019-2020 I'm due to pay 50% of that this July um, and I've asked if that can be delayed until yeah. like the January 31st 2021 that, that's what Beck to are calling for oh is that okay cool brilliant yeah yeah okay because also then there's the VAT deadline as well the 7th of May which is if you've got um, if you've got your oh, own company yeah surely they've yeah, got to got, pause these because that's a VAT. chunk of money for everyone that could use right now I mean that, that varies on what um, what quarters you've got set up but anyway okay. um, rent holiday so that if people are renting obviously they've announced for mortgage holidays but they want a rent holiday and I know they said they shouldn't kick people out of houses um, but yeah people have still got to pay the rent at the moment yeah. Um, yeah. which so that's that's that one because if people aren't paying their mortgages and they're still renting the house out getting that and then that's not really fair is it yeah. um, 
I stand to be shot down on some of these, but that's it doesn't seem to, to me. Um, interest-free loans and measures to eliminate or suppress credit card interest to prevent debt spirals. Because obviously people are going to buy stuff on credit cards, um, oh, and then yeah. if they can't pay it back, they get hit with those ridiculous um, APRs. Those, yeah, those. I guess all of these things. Is this is this what the three hundred and thirty billion pound budget is going to cover? Well, they haven't said that that's going to cover it. That's that was for mainly for companies that I think, as oh, far as right. I could see, and you hence, were saying it. So, yeah, so hence people are still calling for more money to actually go and do this for for guys. Yeah. Um, the magicians, mu- magicians, the ma- magicians <laughs> might be doing it. <laughs> the musicians <laughs> they can, union they can magically are, make money appear. <laughs> yeah, are looking at something similar now. Obviously, there's still people who who are musicians if they've had music out are still going to be getting some royalties in but they can't go touring and that's one of the biggest ways they make money um they're going to be struggling aren't they um after a period of time so they need some help there uh hopefully there'll be something in the uh and there was a letter from uh tracy brabin mp um who now follows six feet on twitter so we can send her messages but she she sent a lovely letter into the Chancellor of the Exchequer to try and get some of that resolved, and hopefully they'll do the same. For, so they will, um, they will do something. Um, yeah. So that's, well, I mean, uh, we've we've got the. Um, I can't remember if I mentioned this at the beginning of this podcast or not, so I may be repeating myself. Um, but the the freelancers that have filled in that petition. Did I mention this already? About the freelancers who filled in the petition no. where over 600,000 no. people have filled it in um, about it's going to the government uh, about including freelancers in statutory sick pay with the adjustments that are going to be happening. Um, I know that actually I filled, I signed that. And if you also signed that, you would have received the email that I received yesterday as well, asking you uh, what three questions would you like to pose to the government? And these questions will go forward on the 25th of March. Um, Have they so, got to be sensible questions? It could be whatever the hell you want, whether they ask them or not, I don't know. But um, <laughs> I filled that in today. And also it sent me to a link to the petitions committee for the outcome of this petition that's been filled in by over half a million, although actually their website says over a million now, uh, on the questions that everyone will provide, everyone who signed that, on the 25th of March, um, I've got it on another piece of paper, on the 25th of March at 2.30pm, you can watch it, uh, the questions being given, uh, being asked to the government. Asked in Parliament. And the, yeah. In Parliament at 2.30pm. So you can watch it live and on the website, it's committees.parliament.uk and, uh, and it says watch it live and it's taken me to a link with youtube.com forward slash UK Parliament. So you can watch it live, those questions being through on Wednesday the 25th of March at 2.30pm. So I hope that will be about freelancers. Hopefully we'll get some more answers next week. And there's something else happening on the 25th of March, isn't there? Oh yeah. Um, the wonderful uh, Adil... Um, has been he's a TV producer producer Adil Amini is that how you say his surname Armini. Armini, Armini, yeah. sorry if I've mispronounced that he, he was they involved have, in the TV charity initial um, 
yeah. releases, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he was involved in... Film and in, TV um, charity. Yeah. yeah, the film and TV charity wellbeing survey and the results that came out, he was been on the news. You recognise him. If you look at him on uh, Instagram, it's at Adil Amini, which is A-D-E-E-L-A-M-I-N-I. Um, he has set up something called TV Mindset, which is brilliant. And they are on the 25th of March as well, which seems to be quite a auspicious day. Auspicious? Yeah. Yeah. Auspicious day. Um, so from 10 a.m. to 12 noon on Wednesday, the 25th of March, TV Mindset. And you can go to his Instagram to see that or Google TV Mindset. They'll be running a live webinar with uh, a number of different speakers who can help with advice about finance, advice about mental health and well-being. Um, so if you look at him on Instagram and follow him as well, you'll see all the information. So the 25th of March will be an interesting day. Yeah. And then uh, I think they're um, what they're also trying to do with that as well is set up um, some training. So while people are off work, it's some upskilling. So um, we've, yeah. we've, we've, spoken to uh, it's been done by uh, coordinated by Donna Taborer who is the head of talent for BBC um, and she's setting up uh, these things where we're all uh, hopefully we'll be providing some input to that as well um, over the next couple of weeks um, yeah and also so we, we we're hopefully involved in that as well but they've got some good people on there they've got um, they've got a clinical psychotherapist Dr. Hazel Harrison. They've got Sarah Lee, who's the founder of the Talent Manager, which is um, uh, a service for getting people out into work. Yeah. Uh, they've got Tracy Forsyth, who's a creative mentor and leadership coach, and Michelle Langer, mm-hmm. who's an executive producer and a, and a certified wellbeing instructor. So um, the, then they've got Sweet. some um, financial advice as well. So they've got some financial advice coming up. So is this from the TV mindset? Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's the TV mindset stuff. That yeah. is the panel. Okay, that's cool. the panel on the Brilliant. on their their first webinar. So um, you can register for that, yeah. um, and it's uh, it's on uh, what's it on? Yeah, T- yeah. Look up the TV mindset on Instagram or Twitter. And you'll, oh, you'll they're doing it, it via Zoom. Yes, so it's limited, yeah. I think, to the number of people that they can they can host for the first time. Um, yeah, but it should be. Uh, I think I may be on be there good. too. I I didn't answer a deal's email in time to be on the panel, but. He he WhatsApped me this morning to say that there'll be more to come. So I may be on there yeah. just listening as well, but hopefully yeah. speaking and you as well, Matt. Yeah, well I had a I had a um a few messages with Donna last night. So uh yeah, so hopefully that's gonna happen. Um Good. the other the other thing that we were talking about yesterday is um I can do um I'm an accredited IACT for positive mental health and well being instructor and uh we're hopefully getting that online in the next couple of weeks so pete pete green over in sunny cardiff it's always sunny in cardiff it never rains there at all <laughs> hello pete <laughs> such uh, a fucking lie <laughs> we're gonna pilot yeah. something we're gonna hopefully pilot something in the next couple of weeks so um that that will be really good um brilliant yeah so uh, yes yeah, so what else have we what else have we got here there's lots of good um, things happening in the world, right? There's I mean, loads of good stuff around. Yeah, so loads of people have sorted that out. I got bizarrely got involved in a um, WhatsApp conversation yesterday, which is to do with uh, a gang of people who were in Joseph and his technical drink out on stage, putting some, trying to pull something together so they can do a live stream. I've seen wow. loads of other live streams. There's um, 
one of my favourite bands from the 80s, The Alarm. Mike Peters, the lead singer of that, is doing a live stream on Saturday, I think, at 9 o'clock. Excellent. Uh, so that should be good. Um, there's an announcement from my other friends who are in a band, Wayward Sons, who are a bit heavier rock than Nothing But Thieves, but they're doing something tonight. Um, or there's a, there's an announcement tonight. I don't know exactly what they're going to be doing, but there oh, is an yeah. announcement. Because they, mm-hmm. they were playing at Download, which I don't think has been cancelled yet, whereas obviously... Um, Glastonbury has been cancelled um, yeah. so yeah um, so some good stuff um, before we go through some more good stuff I've got some I'm a as you know I'm a, a trustee of the Men's Health Forum yeah and uh, we get information back and forwards about various things on coronavirus and that sort of stuff um, one of the things they're looking into at the moment is whether there's a whether men are more susceptible to this than women. Um, there's a few reasons why that might possibly be. Um, and it's, I think in Italy, there's 80% of the people who've passed away have been men. Um, wow. So men, you need to be careful because one of the one of the things they're considering might be a cause is A, 80%, more men smoke um, than women, but right. also B, uh, men are behaviourally less likely to do what they're told. Um, are more likely to go. Oh, right, I'm going to get a bit of flu, and they'll go off and go and um, keep spreading. Not it. change their behaviour. Not change the behaviour and keep spreading it. So those men of you who are listening, um, just take note that uh, our female friends are not dying in the same quantities as we are. So um, just be careful. That's so interesting. Where did you I find that? The um, there's been research in Denmark, Australia. China and Italy, um, and that's come through from some of the information I'm doing. I, uh, there's not, it's not definitive yet, but they're, that's, they're, they're right. wondering if there is a, it's a sex gap, which is... Uh, a sex gap, yeah. A sex gap, yes, they yeah. called it. We, so we joked yes. earlier on that doesn't mean that there is, no like, people aren't having sex while they're yes. isolating themselves. Well, even if they're on their yeah. own, they can have fun with themselves. That's exactly. the one thing to do to pass the time, make love. Uh, <laughs> make love not war whether yes. you're with yourself or with a consensual partner um but it, but this is a family podcast it's a family i've been so how much have i sworn on this podcast uh <laughs> well we might have to put something on imdb i think <laughs> yeah yeah oh we talking of i'm li- sorry go on go on go on imdb go uh, on. talking about imdb i've been trying to merge my two names successfully because my birth name was Anna and I spent the first 15 years of my career as Anna Thomas and now I'm Leo but I'm keeping the Anna Thomas so people know and they recognize so trigonometry is actually the first credit for Leo Anna Thomas I'm super proud but I've been trying to merge the two together because when people type up my name nothing comes up for Leo Anna Thomas but it does today because I had a response from IMDB so if you type in my name Everything that I've done in my career comes up, but it also comes up with Leo Anna Thomas as Anna Thomas over and over again. <laughs> but the, it's there, so that's and it's now added to my email signatures because people Brilliant. are asking me like, "What have you done?" And I'm like, "I got to tell you my birth name for you to know." Not anymore. Thank you, IMDb. And you're an MHFA on some of them, aren't you? Yes, they accepted that as a title as a mental health first aider for small acts. Um, hello to anyone who worked on small acts um, and trigonometry and hello to anyone who worked on trigonometry 
I was See, never yeah. any good at trigonometry. Neither was I. Isn't it? I can even barely about, say the word last year. So how can <laughs> they have a whole? How can they have a whole television program about trigonometry? I mean, it's squares and rectangles and things like a, that, isn't it? But it's a triangle, and it's a, it's a play on words with a love triangle. Ah, it's about three people in a relationship. Sine, cosine, and tan. <laughs> say that what? Sine, cosine, and tan. What's that mean? The, well, they were the me. three things. So that's how you work out the um, angle of a of a triangle in trigonometry oh, there you go it's, you know you more go. than that's me that's really exciting there you go people this is the learning part now so um <laughs> <laughs> yeah because i'm learning things new as well i didn't know that there's even a scene yeah. there's even a scene in tri- trigonometry a school play where the kid talks about the angles of a triangle and what they're called and i remember reading the script thinking oh this is educational but i can't Equilat- recall what it is now equilateral triangle an isosceles triangle right angle triangle Okay. A wonky triangle. Wonky triangle. There's that great program called Triangle. Uh, you might not remember it, but it was in the 80s about a boat, a uh, cruise ship that used to no. go around off, or ferry, I think. It was a, a ferry and it was dreadful. Um, but that was, was on, on a, I was born in 81. Well, maybe it was just before then. It might have been around when you were born because it was, it was uh-huh. dreadful. Um, there you go. Hello to anybody who was in that who's listening. Cause <laughs> not missing <they're> much. <laughs> <laughs> As, oh, as there's the Bermuda of... Triangle as well. Oh yeah, that's scary. Yeah. Although I'd like to go to Bermuda one day. As oh, we're yeah, as we're talking about, um... no, sorry, we're continuing about the sex gap. Was there anything else on there in terms of those facts? No, we've, I think we've had enough of a sex gap. Let's, uh, let's have a sex gap. Those, those um, facts. No, I, I would. Um, I'd be mindful of that, but uh, that's the the bare facts are that yeah, more people, more men have died in Italy and China than. Uh, and Denmark, I think, anywhere else. It's difficult to say in some of the other places because there haven't been enough de- so, deaths yet. So it's not specifically biological differences apart from you said men are more likely to smoke, but I it's more behavioural, we think. I think men... it's more likely to be behavioural than, uh, right. yeah. But they Stubbornness, basically, not being told what to do. Don't yeah, like there's it. Still, people are still going to the pub, aren't they? And um, Oh, know. God. Yeah, they can go and meet Boris Johnson's dad. He goes and sits in the pub because... I'm not listening to my son. I'm going to have a pint. What yeah, kind of well, fucking... But oh. well, there we are. I'm going to get there. Um, mm. Anyway. Anyway, as we're talking about fun stuff, can I just mention a few really fun things and Go upbeat, for it, we're happy up, we're, things? We're up to 40 minutes now, I think. So, yes, we need we? to... Uh, yeah. yeah, 38 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? How time flies when you're having Oh, you're I've having got 32 fun. down. Never mind. All right. Anyway. Um, oh, no, you've ha- got another sheet, though, haven't you? You've got another oh, file. Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh God, yes. Okay, there we go. Yeah, we're splitting this across two. Because technical Skype, stuff happened. Skype failed, and we're now on Google Hangouts. Yes. Um, so thank you very much for the editing. Hopefully, none of you know that that happened. I just announced that it did. Um, oh, happy news is, since the grounding of flights and people not obviously going out as much in cars, and this is more specifically to China climate change right now i know that was a big big topic that people have kind of forgotten now as with the brexit which didn't boris say you know they're not allowed to mention that shunned experience or that word whatever breaks what exactly he didn't was like that's that's banished that word i think is what you said um also climate change seems to have just gone off as like no one seems that's you know not on the news anymore but in those two weeks that china specifically 
is locked down, the first country to do so, to do so, I believe. Um, the sky of the the skies over China from space. Can you hear me, Matt? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the skies over China from space have cleared considerably for the first time in four or five years. I don't know, maybe a decade, and the equivalent of a hundred and twenty three million tons of carbon emissions has lowered in two weeks over China. That is incredible. It is, isn't it? I mean, climate and change is still there, but it shows you, doesn't it? It shows you. And this is pure evidence now. I actually don't know what Greta Thunberg is. She may be, I need to look on her Instagram, and she she's kind of talking about this. And in Italy, the decline in nitrogen dioxide levels That's have like yeah. gone down as well. Yeah. So it's just proof. I think this is a bit random and maybe a bit over the top and excessive, but if we were to, because this is pure proof now that it's, it's, this is like the virus is obviously ending lives, but the fact that they're the climate change and the air pollution has dropped, there is a sense that actually it's saving. It has saved certain lives because people die from air pollution every day in those yeah. congested countries so um wouldn't it be great if for two weeks a year from 2021 that all flights just be grounded for two weeks a year that would be incredible and that would change so so much don't you think i think that would change everything if you could just for two weeks of year to just not have flights for holidays but obviously for emergency travel that could really help us out i don't know if that's a bit extreme but yeah it might yeah. be but the uh i was remembering um i used to work in the chemical industry obviously which um yeah. a lot of work we did was trying to stop emissions so we used to monitor things all the time and there was a place in uh south wales port talbot uh, which has oh, yeah has two had at the time they were a bit less than they are now but they used to have the big steelworks mm-hmm. and they used to have bp um there's bp Bagland bay down there and uh we used to talk to the guys over there quite a bit um because you share uh, best practice and whatever and they had an issue where the environment agency were coming in and telling them that their nitrogen dioxide emissions were way above what they should be um so what happened was the the guys at BP were going, but we don't do anything that makes nitrogen dioxide. We must there must be something wrong. So they went through all of their processes trying to work out where this nitrogen dioxide could come from. Um, couldn't find it anywhere. Just could not work out why it was. But they did some testing again. Nitrogen dioxide was really high, and then they realised the M4 runs around the two sites. Um, it's got a hill, a massive hill. If you, I don't know if you've ever driven down the M4 past Port Talbot, Port Talbot. Yeah. yeah. Um, then there's a massive hill there. So basically, all the exhaust fumes and all the pollutants from the M4 would go, wouldn't go anywhere other than roll down the hill into BP and and steel. Wow. I mean, the steel mill was pretty messy at that time. I remember people getting red dust everywhere. But uh, that was where it was all coming from: was the cars, not from the chemical plant. Oh, that's interesting. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, well, I don't think it's extreme to ground all flights for two weeks a year. Unless, I mean, I know cargo is one thing and emergencies is one thing and people delivering things. But 
if this is proof in two weeks that this has significantly helped clear our air, I think that's it's just good. proof that we've got a major problem with transport. There's industry stuff as well, but yeah, you're right. There's um, the, the individual yeah. things are, are a bit different. So yeah, yeah. And Christmas anyway. lights. One more thing. Christmas lights. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. think it started in America, but people have started getting their Christmas lights out again on their houses because I think it was quoted as as putting some light into this darkness that we're in right now and just to uplift people. And I think I, re- I read somewhere there are so many bloody forms of communication. I can't remember where it was from. But a mother, kids are obviously at home with the schools being closed and the son was like, okay, I'm bored. Can we just put the Christmas lights out again? And she was like, yeah, whatever. And then yeah. I think just followed suit. And it's so lovely, just the images. Let's, so there's joy in the world. Let's move Christmas to the 25th of March. That's the best thing uh-huh. to do, isn't it? We'll have Christmas, like Christmas. 20... Yeah. I got a post, I got, there's a post on Facebook, isn't there, that 2020 is going to be cancelled. <laughs> Oh, and I remember. I, well, I just remember the start of the year. I felt so. I mean, I still feel optimistic. It just twenty twenty feels like a really solid, good year. Yeah. But it's this is like something out of a movie. What's happening? It's scary. Yeah. Well, we plenty of opportunity around, and uh, you know, the kid, my kids are now thinking they should go and work in Tesco's or wherever because they're crying out for people. Um, oh, this is what I was work. thinking too. My mum mentioned it. I haven't looked yet, but I was thinking of applying for the job in Sainsbury's. And yeah. helping them as well. Just just go out. Yeah. And then, yeah. yeah. So anyway. Anyway, we will probably do another one of these tomorrow. Um, yeah. When we know more, Mr. Bojo will be on in a bit. So, um, yep. Can, yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to finish with one quote, Matt. Go for it. I came across this on the BBC website today where they, the live updates. This one's from the Philippines. So everyone's self-isolating pretty much or should be. Men especially, please. Um, if you are self-isolating, well, you should be self-isolating, and you're at home. This is a quote from the President of Philippines, and take it with you today and end this podcast with this. Walk around your house. Maybe there are some parts of it you haven't visited yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll just pop to the West Wing. <laughs> That's why he said there are people posting pictures of themselves in various parts of their houses. And it's just like, if you find yourself like you haven't been under your bed before, you haven't been in a certain cupboard before, just just, just find a place you've not been for in the, in the house and also take your phone with you. Because if you are living alone and you go into this random part of your house, you might not, you might get stuck if you are, yeah. you know, I mean, adventurous in terms of nooks and crannies. But yeah, just walk around your house. Maybe there are some parts of it you haven't visited yet. That just made me smile. <laughs> Well done, President of the Philippines. I what? can't pronounce his name. Uh, Mr. Presidente. El Presidente. Presidente begins with a D. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, there we go. All right. Well, on that note, cool. um, yep. we'll leave you to go and wander around the parts of your houses that are so big that you haven't visited them yet. Uh, yeah. So, yes. Um, yeah. I'm off to the West Wing, um, yeah. which is at least three feet away from where the East Wing is. Do, so, do, uh, do, do me a favour, Matt. Tomorrow, if we record another one, today or tomorrow, find a part yeah. of your house that you've not been in before and let me know which it was and I'll do the same and let you know tomorrow. Okay. It's pro- probably a cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Do it. <laughs> all right well we'll cool. say goodbye and we'll speak to you all hopefully tomorrow yeah goodbye. thank you very much for listening guys take care of yourselves bye bye <laughs>